This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Difficult problems to solve. I've always considered myself a problem solver. I analyze problems and come up with a fix. I've always believed that markets were self-correcting and the pain would be followed by gain. I appear to be living in the past. For markets to work, they have to function freely, and that is unfortunately not the case today. Prices, high or low, were the solution to the correction of either. Low prices are the cure for low prices if the market is allowed to work in normal circumstances. The conditions that we are seeing in livestock and ethanol markets are not normal. Market forces are dysfunctional because of the special conditions created by COVID-19 that disconnects the flow of supply and demand so that they cannot intertwine as usual. In the case of cattle and beef markets, we were clued into what was a dysfunctional market looked like last year with the Tyson, Kansas beef plant fire. Beef prices soared while cattle prices plunged. The balance between cattle prices and kill capacity was very tight and the fire tipped it with an inelastic market response to the change in supply. Curtailed cattle slaughter tightened the supply of beef, which packers leveraged into higher beef prices. That also left too many feedlots looking for shackle space, which allowed packers to bid lower for cattle. Both consumers and producers were harmed under these conditions. Packer margins set records as a windfall. COVID-19 has magnified the negative market reaction. When cattle prices decline, the way that the market is supposed to work is that beef prices fall and the consumer demand rises to the occasion. With so much of the retail distribution short-circuited by COVID-19, consumer access to the market is restricted. Even if it wasn't, the artificially tightened beef supply is pricing beef too high. There's a glut of cattle and a shortage of beef. Packers are squeezing bull feedlots and consumers have absolutely no empathy over the destruction of the industry that they are fermenting. When feedlots persist, they are not getting paid for cattle. What packers are selling beef for, they are treated as whiny complainers. Packers have gotten arrogant that they have evaded regulation and have nothing to fear from it. The labor supply of the entire food supply chain is strained. While I do not think that packers plan this squeeze, they appear to be milking it for all it is worth. Some packers pay grid premiums or formula premiums based on grids, and feedlots told me that some packers were no longer offering these value-added premiums. They are performing with ruthless mercantilism. The financial stress will open cracks that will force restructuring of the industry. USDA has no clue what to do if they have any real desire to do anything but give lip service. The problem goes well back before the current administration, and no one has ever done anything. Now it's coming to a head in the pandemic. The ethanol industry shares some of the same market defects as livestock markets are experiencing. Close to 50% of the industry has shut down, and those that are operating are running a 70-cent negative margin. Ethanol stocks up over 20% again keep setting new records. That means that to break even, that the spot ethanol price has to go from the current 95 cents a gallon to $1.65 a gallon for the industry to break even. Unleaded gas is 75 cents a gallon. How much ethanol would sell at $1.65? Ethanol is currently 40 cents a gallon overpriced relative to unleaded gas. There's nothing that gives any kind of hope that the unleaded gas market will rise significantly short term. The demand for gasoline motor fuel has fallen off the COVID-19 cliff and taken ethanol demand with it. Consumers could drive to the gas station, but they have nowhere to go after that. No jobs, no school events, etc. 
How low would the price of corn have to go for ethanol plants to break even? You get 2.9 gallons of ethanol from a bushel of corn. So that would mean that the price of corn would have to fall $1.96 a bushel for ethanol not to lose money. That would leave corn farmers maybe a dollar a bushel. Checks from the CCC are not going to fix that for either farmers or the ethanol industry. Current ethanol industry economics are not just a little bit broken. They are blown to bits, kind of messed up. When will shuttered ethanol plants return to production? A whole lot has to change before they have the confidence in a margin in order to justify that. The shutdown of the ethanol industry has cut off the supply of DDGs to livestock and poultry rations. I was informed that DDGs provide natural protein, but also energy in rations, and when they take DDGs out of rations, they have to add corn to replace the energy, as well as another protein source, such as soy meal, or in the case of cattle, alfalfa. Livestock producers are no longer confident in ethanol plants being a reliable supplier of distillers. The fact that livestock and poultry industries are doing what they can as fast as they can to reduce production means that feed consumption will decline along that timeline. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.